Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to Nobody Panic. Don't panic. We're here. We're here. <laughs> certainly here. Have we got anything useful yeah. to say? Who's to say? No. But we're certainly here. And that's the main thing. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Stevie Martin. My name is Tessa Coates. Our credentials are nil, nothing. Alive humans. Enthusiastic and keen keen <laughs> that's it very keen each week we take a suggestion or we sort of come up with a, a how-to that then we look around and just look around <laughs> have a look. and then we have a little look around ourselves and we report our findings back to each other and to you yes yeah, so we sort of learning as we go and um, this was a episode suggestion from hannah who messaged basically saying my issue is i spent a lot of the pandemic unemployed oh so sorry, Hannah. And just got a job in finance in November. Well done, Hannah. Well done. But after all that time sitting around doing next to nothing, I think my brain has died a little and I'm finding it really hard to stay focused and motivated while working. I just can't seem to keep my brain from wandering to other things when I'm trying to concentrate on a task. I agree with you, Hannah. I can't do anything for more than maybe 10 seconds and then I find that I've just made a sandwich again. That's the whole experience of my day. The other day, I uh, made lunch at lunch, started doing some work and then was like, oh, I haven't eaten lunch. And then I made lunch and at lunch again before I'd realised I'd already eaten lunch. Yeah, it's nothing worse, is there, than thinking, oh, I'll make lunch and then be like, oh, I've had it. I've done it. <laughs> I've done that. Because also it just, what does that say about your brain? It says that your brain is, is, is it's gone off the deep end. Yeah, I don't think you're alone, Hannah. In fact, I would say absolutely everybody is in there with you. I think it's a, already a human problem that we were... I've got too much and too easy distracted and, you know, where there's stuff for us literally everywhere we look. But this time when we're sort of all alone and <laughs> we've really gone, gone, what we're really struggling. I've got about 107 tabs open and I can't remember anything. I've not been able to read a book in, in a long time. I, I stayed up the other night and read a, um, a murder mystery I found in Waitrose that was called Rules for a perfect murder or something. Great. And I would describe, I mean, read it if you fancy. I stayed up the uh, the whole night and read it just because I was so excited to be reading that I was like, if I yes. stop, 
who knows what'll happen. I was so excited to be focused on anything. Yeah. Even though it was this quite inane murder that I was like, J- yeah, just stay in the game. Let's not dwell. Let's do our adult thing. Now I'm thinking very true to the context of this episode. You've... I'm scared that I've done mine before. I can believe it. Let's hear it. Okay. I bought an alarm clock. Yep. You've done it before. But... Oh my God. <laughs> but I'm, we're here to hear about it again. I speak for us all. No. Go on, tell us about <sighs> it. How's it going? Well, actually, here we go. I bought it a while back, just before Christmas, to stop myself from going on my phone at night. Yeah. So my phone is now in the other room. Brilliant. It's been the case for months and months now. And apart from the fact that my, my screen time is like halved, which is terrifying, but also helpful. I love my alarm clock. It's got, it, it comes on with some light about half an hour before and it get, gradually gets brighter. And then when it uh, alarms, it does this sound that's like this. Do, 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 which is just lovely to wake up to. And yeah, it, it, it made my mornings so much nicer, you know, than just that feeling of like, oh, I've just finished looking at my phone and now I'm going to get up and look at my phone. It's just nicer. That's so lovely. What's your adult thing, Tessa? Mine is very dull. It's about the car. Mm. I have got a car, would you believe, everybody? It uh, was my grandma's that she was selling and I said, I'll have it. It's got a little car. It, obviously, there's nowhere to go. So what I did was call up the insurance and say, and this is, I'm just sharing it because not only is it very boring, but it might help if you also have a car, anybody listening, um, that you can call up the insurance and say, can I reduce the mileage because the car's not actually going anywhere and you can get a refund on some of your insurance money. Great. Which is a bit bit nice, isn't it? I'm just a named driver on grandma's one. Grandma is with... Sheila's wheels. Grandma's name is Sheila. Uh, they, there was absolutely there was no discount. And when I phone up, they call me Mrs. They call me Mrs. Broomhead, which is my grandma's name. And they say, and then I, and then they say, and sh- what else can we do for you, Sheila? And then they literally say, like, can Sheila's wheels do anything else for you, Sheila? And I say, like, yeah, my name's Sheila. Like, just, they don't seem to think it's funny at all. And I was like, there aren't very oh. many people called Sheila. You should get a discount if you're called Sheila and you're with Sheila's wheels. Anyway, listen, a dis- of course you should. A discussion for another time. But just to say, if you also have a car, do do look up in case you can get some um, money back. Any adult thing that ends with you might be able to get some money back, I think it's not boring. It's incredibly useful. Well, I just think insurance makes me go like... Yes. You can't put a price on peace of mind. Well, I don't know about you guys, but I've switched off. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God, once... (laughs) This is so bad. Please. No, I can't even share it. My other grandma... Yeah, you will. Unfortunately, you will have to, oh, yes. Oh, God. My other it. grandma, Granny Coates, lived on an island in Vancouver Island. Granny Coates famously kept a dead owl in the freezer. Yeah. Grandma she was telling me a story at the table. Granny Coates is no longer with us. She was telling me a story at the table once. I completely zoned out. I came back to the room and she was, like, almost crying and she was a very stoic woman. And then she was like... I've never told anyone that. And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Like, oh, my God, what was it? Wow. Did you ever find out? I think I tried to piece it together following it. Right. And I think Good. it was to do... I do think it. I bought was boring. 
But like, but either she way, shared she shared you. it with something. Imagine zoning back in to someone saying, oh, "I've never told anyone that." Oh my god. Either way, hopefully this will help you stay in the zone when your grandma reveals something that she's never revealed to a living soul before. God. So there's a study where they got students to focus on something, mm-hmm. focus on like a task. But they didn't obviously tell them that the experiment was studying how long it would take them to switch to another task. They told them it was something completely different. Mm-hmm. And they found that um, they could only attend to important work for three to five minutes before they self-interrupted. Wow. That was studying. So, like, for example, when I... If you are, I don't know, looking into the history of Britney Spears' conservatorship, that's something that you're interested in, so you can do that for much longer. Sorry, her what? Her con- you know the Britney. You know about the Britney Spears conservatorship. That's all over the ne- yeah, that's all over the news that she's just she's just won the court case. What does conservatorship mean? Maybe it's the wrong word. No, believe in yourself. Anyway, it's easy to discuss that because you are focused on it. Yes, because you're interested in it, and that's why social media and our phones are sort of a bit of a false. False something, I can't think of the word, but it's like when you are studying and you are forcing yourself, for example, a student who wants to, who knows that they have to study for this exam, but obviously they don't want to be doing that, they would prefer to be doing something else. So that is where the three to five minutes happen. So that's, you can kind of extrapolate that to work that you don't want to do or any sort of task that you're not interested in. Whereas with your phone, it gives the illusion that you are being busy and that you are focusing, mm. but you're not focusing because also an article will take, what, five minutes to read and then you move on to the next thing. You also skim read it. You know? So you are not actually really ever focusing on your phone for more than five minutes anyway because that's the, how the phone is set up because things compete, apps and whatever, billion-dollar companies competing for your attention. I read another study that says that we check our phones up to 150 times a day, which is about every six to seven minutes that we're awake. And there was something that said that um, there was data from a sample of 100 hospitals in America that found that in 2004, it's a long time ago, so I can imagine this has only gone up, 559 people had hurt themselves by walking into a stationary object while on their phone. And in 2010, that, that, that number was 1,500. 2004? That was Nokia 3210 time. That was playing Snake, baby. You were walking into things playing Snake. Imagine where we're at now. Terrifying. We're completely absorbed. You can be on your phone and you can look up and be like, oh, I'm not where I thought I was. You know, if you're on a train or something and be like, oh my God. You know, it's like going into a sort of fugue state. Yes. Yes. You know, the Queen could have come and sat down next to you on the tube when you're totally absorbed and you would completely pass you by. We're literally not paying... I mean, even like at that, um, you know, I know I reference it all the time, but it was a genuinely life-changing video. That thing about the gorilla and the plastic, the black and white balls. Can't remember that. (laughs) I will share it with you. It is a video it's six people passing three black balls and three white balls and you are asked to count how many times the white ball is passed so therefore it's like a three minute video you are totally focused on this Mm. white ball thing but then at the end of the video they say did you see the gorilla and you say ha 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 no but the number of balls was 17 and then they show the video again a gorilla i mean it's a man in a gorilla costume walks onto the side of the video and like beats his chest and you're like oh well ha ha but like of course i didn't see that it's way over there and my eye line was here he then walks into the middle of the people passing the ball and he literally like (laughs) has his hands in the air waving to you and you you totally didn't see him because you were so focused and so that's what our phones are doing to us 24 7 just like constantly taking our attention in like in different places. Yeah. And like, and causing this like intense, short hyper focus 
to, to somewhere that therefore we're like, of course we weren't paying attention to this. We were hyper-focused. And then we hyper-focused somewhere else. And then we're somewhere else. You know, we're just constantly going round and round in a circle and we're unable to just like, we're unable to do anything, basically. Yes. And also one of the first kind of neuroscientific ways of, of lengthening your attention span is interestingly to stop trying to juggle multiple activities. Essentially, it's not being able. It's not being able to literally do things at the same time. It's it's that switching, isn't it? It's being like this, and then this, and then this, and then this, and I've got in here. I don't know why. And then I've got seventy tabs open. So it means that you you aren't actually focusing on anything when you know. So that was an, an example of like very focused one task, mm. which is actually oddly quite healthy yes. because you're only focusing on one thing, and that's probably what we like to do. I I read a really interesting statement that was. You aren't good at multitasking. Multitasking feels good. And mm. Mm, you're like, okay. Because we're so good at being like, oh, I'm a fantastic multitasker. You're not. You're doing all of your tasks very poorly. But it feels fault. Like that's exactly the, the false word that we can't come up with. It feels <laughs> false. It's a false sense of achievement to be like, oh, I did all of these things at the same time and I can do this while I'm on the phone and I'm on the phone and I'm doing, and I'm on the treadmill and I'm cooking a flan. You know, you're doing every one of those things yeah. very badly. You just get a smug false high off it because you think you did, you sort of tricked the system, but you didn't. And also then when it comes to, and I found this very much with my work because I have lots of different things going on at the same time. So it's not necessarily like cooking a flan or being on the treadmill. It's literally as simple as I have like five projects happening at varying stages. Mm -hmm. And once I've kind of got bored of that, then I'll switch to this, that, and, and then I'll switch to this and, and I'll do multiple projects each day. But then... When it's come to, for example, there is one that I really just need to get rid of everything else and just focus on this one thing. That is terrifying because I can't do it. Mm. Like I can't, I've tried. And it was a few months ago where I was like, I didn't do anything else. I just did this. And it was really terrifying how difficult it was and how my brain just wanted to, it needed something else. And it, and it didn't feel good when I was younger and it was like, oh, you've got to study for this exam. I would just study for the exam. Like I didn't, I, and I know that's, I know a lot of people do struggle with that, but I'm just saying it in the sense that I really didn't struggle with that. Like I would get my stuff in on time. I was absolutely like, I would work consistently at one thing until it was done. And now I've lost fully that ability to do that. And it's very strange to feel your brain shift like that. And one of the main reasons is that, so when you are, dividing your attention among tasks according to neuroscientists you do pay a penalty on top of that to manage this the act of switching so you, it results in more errors things take longer than they would have done if you had just done them separately it's from, from this bit that's called the distracted mind ancient brains in a high-tech world which i think is a perfect way of describing it where it's like our brains are still catching up with what we're supposed to be doing now that they are they are still kind of one task brains that are now like going like okay okay so now we've got seventy five thousand things and i'll read a little extract from it which i thought was quite interesting if the two goals both require cognitive control, such as holding the details of a complex scene in your mind at the same time as searching the ground for a rock, then they will certainly compete for the limited resources in your brain. Mm. So the process of the neural network switching is associated with a decrease in accuracy, often for both tasks. And there's also a time delay compared to doing one task at at a time and it says here that if you think oh i'm really good at multitasking you're actually the worst at it <laughs> there's been loads of studies showing that people who think that they're good at multitasking tend to be the ones who do worse in lab tests about multitasking oh. so look the first piece of advice is 
stop thinking that you can multitask. Your brain can't do it. And you have to take things one at a time and complete that task. And I know you'd be like, well, I can't because the actual, and also, unfortunately, the working world is set up to pull at your attention every which way. But you don't ha- you can take some control over this and have, when we said it, we said it before in other episodes, like you have in the morning, you have half an hour that you do your emails. Then you stop your emails for a bit and you do an hour on the project that you're working on that day. Then you go back to your emails. That's still fine. It's, you're, t- you're taking things one at a time rather than being like, oh, this, oh, actually this, oh, yeah. And you will find that that kind of slightly hysterical feeling that you get when you are consistently switching, it will, st- it will feel weird the first few times you do it, but then you will find that your brain will start to start to retrain into being able to focus on the white ball and not the gorilla, which is what it wants to do. Yeah, it's like the switching needs to be an active decision in which you do the task, then you step away, mm. maybe have a snack, maybe go outside, return. The switching process can be a pleasant one of active switching and then begin another task rather than instantaneous switching that is sometimes not of your own control. It can be, you know, things pinging or emails or people asking for stuff and it just feels like a constant, like, trying to be in an industrial kitchen and do a thousand things at once rather than, like, just cook this soup finish the soup, move on to the next task. And then you think, well, that's insane. I've got to get all these meals out at the same time. I have to be running everything. And it's like, do you, or could you say to the people in your restaurant, the meals will be coming out staggered now, or, you know, the people in your life, is it okay to receive this at this time rather than trying to stressfully run every single hob in the kitchen at at once? Yeah, and also having things like in the... Again, we have said it before, but it's worth repeating, the idea that you have evenings off. There's a cut-off point. At 6pm, you're not responding to work emails because if you do, then people will will expect more from you. They'll know that they can get hold of you at 8 o'clock so that they are going to email you. But if you... There is literally nothing that wouldn't be fine for you to for you to respond to at nine a.m. the next day. Even like separating your working day from your repose is a very simple sounding, a very difficult to do way of separating your tasks and your brain chemistry. To be like, well, we're doing this now. Mm. We're, we're not. We're not trying to juggle both. We are doing this now. We're doing this now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. 
From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. What felt terrifying to you when you sat down and were like, I'm doing this now? What was it that was scary? Well, the thing that's worrying is that it, like, you can't name it. It just It's just like, this is too intense. It just feels too intense. It feels like looking at a bright light. I'm very good at appearing very productive because I procrastinate on tasks I want to do by doing other tasks. So I do get stuff done, but it'd be like, yeah, but secretly you want to be doing this, but you're too frightened. The reason that there was no way that I could name it said, said to me that that's a brain chemistry problem. Mm. Like, that's not. There's no reason to be frightened of sitting down and, and doing some, the same thing for four hours i think it's yeah it's like when you're like oh god this feels horrible i think when that feeling comes up you're like ah quick get another tab or do another bit or do something mm-hmm. just like breathe through that and be like no no this is the task we're doing we're doing it for 20 minutes then the timer will go off then we'll have a break or whatever mm-hmm. and and to give yourself that clear routine and to when those feelings come up of being like i don't like it to to push yourself be like, yeah, I don't like it, but I'm staying in it. But this is it. why we have to do it. This is why we're doing well, it. breaking it down as well. I found that helpful to break down. So it's not just like, you know, write book or whatever. Mm. It's like, okay, th- today we're going to be focusing on this element of it. So then it just, then it feels like a smaller task rather than like the gigantic project. It's do, do that project. And it's very frightening. Mm. One of the most annoying things that works for your essential lengthening your attention mm, i said it now we, me and tessa don't like the word lengthening we think it sounds gross so we've tried not to say it so, so, it does sound a bit sexual doesn't it um improving your attention span and i hate it because this is literally you'll know what i mean when i say it according to just so many studies if you strengthen your body you can strengthen your brain. So your cognitive control is so much better after just one single exercise session. So if you are worried about your attention span, then doing some exercise before you then plan to do the task is an excellent way of... Like, I hate that. And it probably... It it, it works. And of course it works. It's awful, isn't it? And I think we all think like, boring. But you just have to look at it sideways and be like, okay, what's the best chance I can possibly give myself at being focused on this task? Okay. Mm. We know it's to have plenty of water. We know it's to have plenty of sleep without your phone. We know it's to exercise and to raise your heart rate. And even if you're like, I don't have time, I don't have time. Can you get up from your desk right now and do 10 jumping jacks? Or can you just like run really fast around the room? Or can you just do something that gets your heart moving, that gets you just doing something physical in your body and then return? Yeah, go for like a a really like quick walk. Like even when you are in an office, the sometimes, well, it depends how you commute, but some people commute, by train or whatever and there is walking involved so by, by the time you get into work you feel kind of like invigorated or whatever or if, if you if you're driving in, in in your car is there a better is there a better more kind of active way you can get to work so then you are kind of killing two birds with one stone rather than trying to fit in exercise you know being like oh, great i've got to go to class now like it's very difficult things like lunch lunchtime classes are, they're there for a reason and they're very helpful and they can really help invigorate your day and kind of give you your brain a bit of a boost halfway through the day the even more annoying thing is sleep obviously and we all know this but while one exercise session boosts your brain uh, one bad night's sleep reduces it so it says every single bad night's sleep can impair cognitive control 
And if, if that keeps happening, it can, it can have long-term consequences in terms of your attention span. So don't panic about that, but it's a constant reminder. And I think we all have to constantly remind ourselves that incredibly natural, important things like sleep, we just kind of go like, oh yeah, I sleep awfully. Ha ha ha. It's like, well, you, to constantly be trying to get better at sleeping. If, if, you, if exercise is too much, well, sleeping is something you are going to do regardless. So best to focus on getting the best night's sleep that you possibly can. And we won't go into it. We've got an episode about how to sleep. Listen to that, have a read, do some things. We all know the things that we could be doing. We just don't do it because it's boring. It's desperately boring. A thing I, I've been tiptoeing around and haven't done, but has been recommended a lot, is I don't care for any of the meditative apps, but meditation, even for five minutes, has been shown time and again to be useful. Mm. But what has been recommended is doing it when you first wake up which again might be your instinct to like reach for your phone or worse. Fall back asleep. <laughs> fall back asleep or uh, check your emails, which is a terrible time to do it with one eye open because then mm. from the moment you're conscious, you're basically saying like, I'm at the behest of other people now. I'm, I'm ready to be just constantly switch, 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 switching. So a good thing to do can be to do that five minutes of meditation in bed because you'll, you'll want to do it because you want to stay in the bed for as long as possible. You'll already be in a sort of half asleep you know zone so you're already a bit more sort of checked out and you're able to like give your attention to it in a slightly healthier way if you personally as i do find the meditation apps unbearable because you don't like the man's voice and it's all just too much and you're always like i haven't got time for this i'm thinking about other things and so maybe the the early morning uh, vibes can be a great one and the other thing is that as hannah says in her email if she's as soon as she sits down to try and do anything her brain's like but this but this oh god we've got to buy those shoes you've got to remember the birthday you've got to do where's your laundry or whatever you you know where is my laundry where's the laundry (laughs) i've lost it again where are your trousers um to just keep a notepad beside you blank page you start your work pen and paper anything comes up thank you write it down back to the task comes up thank mm. you we don't have to do anything with it right now we just write it down i've acknowledged it you're outsourcing you're outsourcing yes we don't know where the laundry is laundry question mark brackets where is it we won't be dealing with it right now but we have thank you brain we've remembered it's there and then it stays on that pad and you know i'm doing this task now for the hour or the 20 minutes or and be aware that like you can't just be like i'm gonna do seven hours of this now because you're not gonna do it no and when they things come up don't allow yourself to multitask or trick yourself into that lovely dopamine hit of being like new things new things because starting stuff feels so much better than finishing stuff of course it does so don't let yourself get tricked by that false high and stay in the game stay in the game also there's a a very quick attention training exercise you can do when you are for example working and you just find your attention wandering or you realize suddenly like oh my god i've i've I was supposed to be doing this. Because it's always like, you don't feel your attention wander. No. You realise it's wandered after it's wandered. And oh, like, yeah. You've already, you've wandered halfway up the hill before you're like, how the hell have I got here? Yeah, I was in my office. But <laughs> on this hill. When things feel like, you know, when your brain starts to get a little bit, uh, what's the word, switchy, and it's like kind of switching, 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 Focus on your breathing. Just very, mm. it's not like a, you don't have to do it for ages. You just focus on, on your breathing. Every time you might, your mind wanders, you focus on your breathing. And then you return to the task, and that's and that's something that you you should try try and be doing pretty much every time you feel that your attention span has wandered. Because the more you do that, the more you train your brain, 
to be brought back mm, be brought to back. focus. Mm, mm. And that is meditation, but it's also, it's a way of meditating that is a little bit more focused on attention rather than like, you know, it's, it, it, there's subtle differences in there between like, take 10 minutes and focus on your breath. And you're like, right, I'm never going to do that. To actually in the moment, it can, that just doing that, the act of doing that can help you then focus. It's got a point to it that your brain can understand rather than sometimes just going meditate your brain just goes I, I'm not I'm not actually engaging in that mm. thank you and you know, we talked about before about this like you've got two different nervous systems your parasympathetic and your sympathetic nervous system and one is operating without any of your control and one is you're in control of it which one's which parasympathetic is beyond your control and sympathetic is in your control so things like the, th- the feeling of like wandering out the door and up the hill and being like oh, how have I got here or any sort of it, it, it it's discussed more with like panic and like feelings that are out of your control and and exactly like you're saying about like breathing taking a moment to do like because obviously you're breathing without thinking about it every day otherwise we'd all lose our minds but you but active breathing to be like in out for five or even something that was suggested to us and we both were like never doing that counting to like count the flowers in a vase or like count the one line of the keys on your keyboard or count you know any literally anything in the room in front of you that's ideally slightly more than five otherwise you'll be like it's five was unbelievably helpful and then you're like oh god that's oh mm. god that's very useful isn't it it's as simple as counting oh god i just count you, know, like, you feel I? like stupid and then it like, immediately uh. switches over your whole system that it's like in fight it's switching it's in fight or flight it's doing whatever your brain wants to do and then to be like no back we go i'm in control we are doing this task now we've had a little count we've had a little breath <laughs> we begin again there's a lot of really nice evidence about how and it's because it, obviously like exercising meditating all of that is very like uh, um active ways of lengthening your attention oh, said it again length lengthening, lengthening your attention, your attention span. but it's like it's very obvious but it does work uh, sp- spending time in nature going for so on on like your weekends or the times that you're not working getting out into a green space it completely changes your brain chemistry and there's a there's a there was a study in 2008 that showed that there's like a significant improvement in people's working memory performance after a nature walk but not after an urban walk we we love a bit of nature there's one final thing that i wanted to say which is that i think we've we, we have already touched upon it but the final sort of neuroscientific way to lengthen your oh god i'm obsessed with saying lengthen now so it's just happening your attention span is to reduce interference and we all know this but it's things like even having your phone in the room is distracting so simply put you have to make your environment as boring as possible when you're trying to focus and try and batch your email checking texting and social media into three pre-designated times and then you just turn off all your notifications which if i may you should be doing anyway but definitely do it throughout when you're trying to work i for one feel focused ready i'm anything i'm too focused i'm absolutely hyper vigilant yes i'm ready i'm gonna get out there i hope some of that was helpful i hope that was helpful to you hannah good luck hannah with your cool job hope it's going well and also just don't put too much pressure on yourself like don't beat yourself up that of course getting back into the swing of things even when you went on holiday for a week and then you came back in you sort of had holiday brain after the weekend is too much so of course it's going to be hard after this so like you know give yourself a break cut yourself some slack and then just remember these are some things you can do to improve that focus and and sit with it when it doesn't feel pleasant and don't shy away from it just to be like oh new things be like nope we're doing this we're doing this the twitter is nobody panic pod 
correct. Or you can or you can tweet us individually and I'm at Stevie M. But instead of the S, I've actually gone for a five. Holy. Mine is at Tessa Coates. She's got just got to go for the letters. Classic letters. And yeah, have a good week. Let's let's try and stay a bit more focused this week than we have been previous weeks. It's a nice little task for ourselves. Phones down, close those tabs. Phones down, bottoms up. Phones down, Am bottoms right? up, lads. Okay. See you next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hi, I'm Lucy Beaumont. And guess what? I'm Sam Campbell. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy our podcast. It's called Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brains. It, we have a podcast and uh, it might be, I, I probably don't want to sound, um, you know, like I'm bragging, but it's dynamite. It is electric. It's high voltage. And please, we really need you to listen. You don't understand how much we need this. Is it on all the platforms? Oh, it absolutely is. But um, yeah, we, th- this one is coming. This one's out now. Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brains.